Hi, you're listening to Phil DeBella, and this is uh, Flashcast by PDB. And uh, a lot of people ask me about the Flashcast and why, and the why is simply for me about reflection and drawing into my knowledge, my experience, um, so that hopefully I can have a positive impact on others. Um, you know, I want to share, be authentic in how I share so that people can take something away from what I have to say. And of course, I don't believe anyone wants to sit there and listen to me for 45 minutes, so I keep them under 10 minutes. So they're short, sharp, and to the point. And as most of you that know me would know, I can definitely talk. So keeping them short, sharp keeps me um, very precise and razor-sharp focused, I hope. But I do hope that you get plenty from them because they are not about me, they are about you. And the topic in the spirit of that that I want to cover, because I talk about personal, professional and family, they're the three areas of our lives. And if you haven't done it to this date, you need to make sure that you have at least two or three things outlined that you want to achieve every year in your personal, professional and family lives. I'm going to cover something that's very personal, and that is my uh, weight transformation from 167 and a half kilos down to being at 90.6 for my recent fight that I had with the former world champion. And can I tell you that one of the hardest things I've ever done is in November 2017, get on the scales and see myself at 167.5 kilos. Um, It was quite demoralizing. Um, It was very emotional and it was um, something that I felt like a failure. And why? I was somebody who'd achieved um, some awesome stuff professionally. I've achieved some great stuff in family and having a wonderful supportive wife and two beautiful kids. Um, But I felt a bit of a failure as a uh, individual. And that is how could somebody let themselves go so badly, um, you know, and be of that weight. Now, let me say for the record, I've never been one to be vain. I've never been into clothes. I've never been into you know, looking at myself in the mirror and saying I'm this gorgeous, tall, dark, handsome man with lots of hair. And of course, as those of you that know me, I don't have lots of hair and I'm not tall um, relative to Australians. I'm tall relative to my family. Um, And, um, you know, it's not something that's always been of value. But what has been of value since having children is to be the best version of myself and to be healthy so that I can actually be quite active. And it wasn't until then that I really tapped into the health Um, And the value of, um, you know, being not limited to, you know, sharing great moments with my children that I actually valued that one of the ways to do that was that I needed to lose weight. I needed to lose weight so that I would actually be healthy. And so I started to treat weight as a byproduct, just like I did in business with money. Money was always a byproduct. I started to treat the scales and, and weight as a byproduct of just being healthy. But of course, I needed help. No different to business where we go and get mindset coaches. No different to when we go get banks to lend us money. I needed help and that help for me needed to be was to go and get surgery. I needed to make sure that I could tap into the resources that were available to me. And so I went and had uh, bypass surgery um, where they do a stomach reduction I did that at the Wesley Hospital, amazing doctor, and I have to give him a shout out, Dr. Blair Bowden, who was just absolutely phenomenal and amazing because it is a scary point of time and, um, you know, I'm not one. I used to be upset getting a blood test, so um, obviously going to see a doctor to have a major surgery was, was something that was a bit daunting, but can I say he was amazing. But it was something that um, I needed to do, and again... It was about tapping into the resources around me. Now, the surgery did not make me lose weight. Can I tell you that? Surgery doesn't make you lose weight. Surgery was a process. It was a backstop. It was a safety net. What made me lose weight on the consequence of the surgery was that it forced me to eat healthy. And what I mean by that is that I actually eat more now than I ever did before. 
but it forces me to eat many times a day in small amounts rather than not eat breakfast, not eat lunch, and then have a massive meal at night time, which is what I used to do. Poor quality of lifestyle. So I was never a bad eater. I just ate too much in one sitting and didn't eat throughout the day. So the surgery was not why I lost weight. The surgery was a resource that helped me as a backstop to lose weight. And that's why a lot of people that have surgery actually still don't, you know, they lose the weight and then they put it back on. The other part to that is I've always exercised. I've always been, you know, I had a boxing match at 167 kilos. And what I've been able to do as I've dropped the weight is I've been able to actually increase the exercise and train more, which has kept my mind sharper. It's obviously helped me look better, um, look quite toned, especially for somebody who's dropped so much weight. But um, the journey in November 2017 was all about, you know, a, a, a point of realization of saying, I keep preaching about being the best version of myself. Now I need to do it personally. And so I embarked on that. I got the resources around me that I needed, thus the surgery, and then started the journey. Fast forward now, along the way, what have I learned? Well, I've learned that you need to have amazing people around you because there's times that your mind gets the better of you and you think about things and, you know, and your thoughts have an ability. They say over 16,000 different thoughts a day. So you need to really be in control of what you're talking to yourself about and what you're saying to yourself and you need to program yourself positively. What your mind can foresee, it can achieve. You need to have a vision to actually be able to achieve something. And I always started to have this vision of being able to walk into a shop and buy clothes off a rack. So it wasn't about looking good. It wasn't about buying expensive clothes. It was about being able to walk into a store and buy something off a shelf. So you can imagine the elation after about 12 months of, you know, dieting and exercising where I could walk in and buy straight off a shelf. You can imagine now, nearly a year and a half later, where I'm actually not the largest size. I'm actually between, you know, a, a large, um, sometimes a medium um, and sometimes an XL depending on the cut and the size. But can you imagine the feeling I have now that I can just buy something off a rack. So for me, it was about channeling a different vision. It wasn't a vision, you know, of, of having this amazing body. It was a vision of health. Can you imagine now that I can actually run with the kids, walk with the kids, play with the kids? You know, I used to look for the nearest car park to the restaurant. Now I don't care where I park. I never wanted to walk anywhere. Now I'm happy to walk. Um, these were all the feelings and emotions. Tying my shoelaces was very difficult. Now I can tie my shoelaces, not a problem. You know, all the things that you don't actually cherish or believe are important, all of a sudden become important. Even down to the fact, and those of you know that I travel a lot, I now need to take a jumper on a plane because I get cold. Um, you know, these are the little things that really awaken the senses when you're in tune and see that didn't happen before. But, you know, I had to, had to in order for me to achieve what I needed to, personally in terms of weight, I need to tackle it no different to business. I need to set a vision. I needed to be passionate, which therefore meant resilient to the obstacles that would come up. I then needed to create a personal brand. What is brand Philip DeBella going to look like in the future? And then to tie it all back together, I needed to be emotionally intelligent about it. I needed to be, and to me, emotional intelligence is about consciousness. It's about context. It's about motivation. And it's about empathy. So I needed to be conscious about exercise, conscious about the food that I ate. I needed to put 
put into context the fact that I needed to eat small meals, but often. I needed to be motivated by being able to be with my children and share amazing active times, to be able to buy clothes off a shelf. And at the same time, I had to be empathetic and understand that what is easy for somebody else was difficult for me. And whilst others felt um, find healthy eating, having a good body easy, that was something that I never felt was easy. That was something that I always needed to give great attention to. So what I found in short in the last year and a half, there is no difference between business, personal and family. They are just different segments of our lives yet tackled in the same way. We need to be clear on vision. We need to be passionate and resilient and we need to understand what brand it is that we're creating. And most of all, we need to be emotionally intelligent. So I hope you've taken something away from this. I thank you for the honour of being able to share my journey and hopefully it helps others out there. You've been listening to Phil DeBella and this is Flashcast by PDB. And as I always say, life to me is measured in moments and it's about being better tomorrow than what we are today. Until next time, be the best you can be.